0: Welcome to the Joystick Show, where your four favorite friends chat about pop culture, comic news, and video games. And today, we have a special scenario where Scott needs to get in all the information we're trying to talk about before he has to go back to his primary source of income. And so, <laughs> I'm your co-host, Drake. We'll kick it over to Thomas.
1: Guys, nice. What's going on? Hey, we're, we're, we 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 got to get Scott on here. So, Scott, Cobes, stick it away. Cobes, your turn.
2: My turn! I don't know. Scott, it's your your turn. That's perfect. What's (laughs) What's your
3: turn? Now. I'm here on lunch right now, trying to jam out what I can, you know, carve some time out for the boys. I'm glad I could do it. Um, Let's get to it.
0: Right on. So, Tom, why don't you uh, lead us into our first topic of review?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, Scott, I think you saw something that we... I didn't watch yet, and I think it was Barry. Do you want to give a spoiler-free review of that thing? Oh, yeah. Okay,
3: Barry, um, I don't know if you guys have watched it yet, but it stars um, Bill Hader. I believe he's, like, executive producer and he directs some of the episodes. Um, the uh, premise is he is a hitman, and um, he kind of doesn't want to do that anymore. He wants to... He wants to get into acting. So... It's like a semi-serious comedy, and um, comedy. right now we're in the uh, third season, and it like it kicks off pretty dark, I guess. Like Barry's kind of in a dark place, but there's still like sprinkled in some comedy. Like you're laughing at inappropriate humor, and um, yeah, it, but it's it's really good. If you like Bill Hader and um, you like funny shows, you should check it out. I think it's well-written and well-directed. And, um, you know, they're they're short. They're, like, 30-minute episodes, so you can, like, watch it here and there, you know? You don't have to carve out a bunch of time. Um, Mm -hmm. But, yeah, Yeah. I strongly recommend it. I watched season one, and I remember liking it.
2: How did it end? I don't remember.
3: The gang Uh, That one
2: gang was trying to kill him, right?
1: Yeah, wasn't it? Like, there was, like, this Russian gang and then, like, a Colombian gang or something, and he was, like, in the middle... Yeah, like, someday. they were both trying to kill him, right? Because I remember the Russian guy's like, hey, Ben, we're
2: friends.
3: Yeah, Noho Hank, yeah.
1: dude, that guy's yeah, so, so funny. Dude, Noho <laughs> Hank with the no eyebrows is, like, amazing. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, that guy's hilarious. He's so funny. He, he is. He's yeah. definitely one of the best parts
3: of that show for me.
1: Yeah, and he's um, still
3: hilarious in his first episode. So, yeah, I, I recommend it.
1: Nice. Nice. Did I, I, huh. Do you really have to watch, like... You obviously have to watch season one, but does it directly pick up where season two ends?
3: Yeah. Um Yeah, because season two ends in a certain space that leaves Barry in this kind of headspace. So you pick up right where that is, where he's trying to, like... Like, the repercussions of that is what's going on with him right now. Um So, yeah, you, you do need to watch it. And I... I the the finale for season two was like crazy so i i would definitely suggest watching season two like it was really yeah. good we don't say crazy anymore scott we say mentally challenged okay oh dude this <laughs> is so mentally challenged <laughs> the season two it's like <laughs> yeah okay borderline r-word okay um yeah. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> sorry that's, that's it that was inappropriate it. um but yeah, and not just Barry though. There's other characters that they focus around in the in the first episode of season three that like directly correlate with what happened in season two. So got it. Yeah. Okay. Definitely recommend watching it. Sweet.
1: All right. Well, nice. All right. I got to pick back up. I think I also I thought I left on season two, but I think I left on season one of Barry. But yeah, I mean, I love um, Bill Hader. I want to say I don't know. I mm-hmm. blank on his name, but he's awesome. So yeah, I definitely we'll have to jump back into that. Um, oh,
3: yeah. Scott,
1: did you watch Halo episode five? Which I think we have some clarifications we probably want to get out there for episode five, right? I think we were like, Yeah, we were did we sound racist last week? Which is probably <laughs> a question I ask myself every week, but I think I just wanted I think we were kind of going back through it and we we're like, oh man, there was some unnecessary hate for one of the characters online, and we we're like, Did we contribute to that? Or yeah, or, you know, I mean, we obviously we're joking, but we want to make yeah. sure
3: that we weren't doing it in like an insensitive way. That exactly, sense. yeah. Like, I, yeah, to be clear, we're talking about that um, Juan character. And um, I just want to be clear that the character himself is annoying. It could be tacit as anyone, <laughs> but it's the, the way it's written and the dialogue they're given and whatnot. The character is just annoying to the other characters. Um, in no way is it because this character is Asian. I just want to make okay. that clear. Because um, I didn't realize, but there there is some hate that this, like, actor is getting, um, you know. I like, think she's cute, dude. Show. Like, huh. Right, yeah. yeah and I, I'm, I I'm think trying so to say, too. in no way are we racist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, we are all Asian in some way. And... Um, yeah. That makes there's it there's fine. no way where I'm not gonna like. But <laughs> have right now,
2: to there is no day. world where
3: I'm
1: not liking someone because they're Asian.
3: Like so. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. Right, right. No. Yeah. We, yeah, we just. Yeah, I think so. I think we were just. That was the main thing. We wanted to clarify. It's not because. Yeah. Of her ethnicity, that she's annoying is because she's probably poorly written and her character story. I honestly just don't give a shit about it. I don't, Yo, as a yeah, person, yeah. I'm sure she's awesome in real life, but like in the context of the Halo story, it's my least favorite part.
3: Yeah. Yes. And so on that, this next episode, still fucking annoying. She's, <laughs> fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> <You're right. laughs> yeah, unfortunately,
1: oh that didn't change. Uh, episode. It did not change when um, she was being yeah.
0: pouty with that with that motorcycle i just i wished for some sort of god to just take her back home <laughs>
3: yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh my god just oh might
0: her down
1: yeah it's yeah. again it's not i don't think it's the actress's fault like she's just doing her role like if she's meant to play like a pouty annoying you know ignorant character she's doing a great job of that but it's just like it's sad that that's the mm-hmm. base of the character and it's like it, you know people have been saying like making the comparison of halo to mandalorian and i think unfairly but it's valid in the sense of like you have this like badass hero that wears a helmet and like if you want to compare her to like a character in the mandalorian like a grogu like a baby yoda it's it's not fair because baby yoda is adorable and can do no wrong uh, but, she, <laughs> but uh, yeah it just like she's doing a great job of that, that's her character it's just not very fun uh, it's not a very fun storyline, at least for me. Yeah. So anyways, so with that being said, let's jump into episode five. Cause there was some, there was some cool shit that happened in episode five. And, uh, yeah, it was kind of, I, for me, it was like the halo. I kind of wanted to see since episode one. And I think we got yeah.
3: more of it. Yeah. I agree with that. Scott. Um, yeah, that action sequence was great. It, it was like the live action, um, cinematic cut from like a video game sequence like yeah. like the they had um they had ghosts flying in they had warthogs they had grunts dropping down they had i don't know what those guys are with the shields jackals like the jackals. Jackals. jackals jackals yeah, 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 yeah. yeah of course yeah. um yeah they had jackals dropping down some of them had swords they were cutting people up like really cool stuff and we got to see what the needler does to somebody Oh my like, god. After it was this right up close. That, oh that my god, that was thing thing. insane.
1: I thought they did a good job because they kind of hyped it up with Kai, right? Like Kai was like, oh, it's my favorite weapon. And it like it finds like binary tissue and like cuts through people. And then in this battle, kind of like just when you're not expecting it, you see that guy, you know, one of the humans from the UNC and the Warthog just get like popped by six needles and just explodes. And you're like, oh shit, like that was <laughs> yeah. awesome. That was really he just
3: cool. pops like a water balloon and it turns to mist. I'm like, holy crap, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is yeah. terrifying. <laughs> human being. And it's terrifying too because he he like recognizes it. He has like yeah. two second or a, a full second of like, oh no like and then he just blows right. up like that's that's
1: scary yeah oh, it's man. like those old uh scary like very terrible signings experiences that experience you know experiments experiments, they <laughs> experiments. Would try do yeah. where they would like cut off chickens heads and see how long they could like cognitively like respond it was kind of like funny. that like you see they know the life's draining from their body but you see it in their face and uh, and it's not a <laughs> yeah. good it's a real life chicken but in this scenario it was awesome because like i like oh shit, I'm <laughs> <laughs> that like a, yeah.
3: yeah that was a really terrible really way of cool. describing how
1: awesome that scene was <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah but it, it was regardless very awesome scene yeah um yeah it was a lot of cool stuff like right oh, we go master back chief and then we see jumping master chief. On a ghost thank you like yep yep um master chief and they're like um they need what is that he well what was cool was too we, we got to kind of see the conflict um that we were talking about like how the spartans would like notice about um them removing their chips and not right like now that it's right. starting to kind of affect them in the battlefield and whatnot and like, mm-hmm. kind of reacting on emotion and there was even one part where um what what's that what's that other spartan um the the big dude i don't know what the big black guy's name uh, is uh, basically um, tells her to like yeah like shut up and stop asking me dumb questions
1: like why like why would you even why like, would you even think about that yeah like that has nothing yeah. to do with like it is like a I, I think oh because I think she was like oh what do you think about my hair or something like that he was like that's some dumb shit Spartans of not talk about that. Your head. He
3: said like oh yeah. you ever think why why do we go on these missions or something and he's like well I don't I don't ever think about it and he's like do you ever think about why you don't think about it and he's oh, like that's, that's right. some dumb ass shit shut up that's right. Like, it. yeah it's yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. not having it no yeah yeah
1: which yeah again yeah to that point i was like okay cool like we're starting to actually see you know how their emotions can affect them in battle because you know the rest of the world sees them as these emotionless robots or whatever and and you know we kind of see it affect kai what what did you think about master chief calling out kai being like you're not fit for battle when he did the same thing I, that kind of didn't sit right with me when
0: I watched it. I think it's because Kai's a woman. <laughs> oh yeah. <okay. laughs> I think he's, yeah. Straight misogyny. If
1: you if you, Wait, say, Joe, if you say things that stern, know. you got to laugh after. So we don't. <laughs> <know>. <laughs>
0: oh man, you're gonna think I'm some kind of a Les Ching Chong over here. Oh <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, okay, so okay. I You're gonna say this.
1: <laughs> if you're going to say inside jokes, you got to give the audience some context yeah. here. They're going to be like, Jesus, I know you guys said yeah. you're joking, but like, you're taking it too so far. You're taking it the bad.
0: Platform, the platform into which I was watching Halo on, there was a comment beneath it, and it showed the same frustration with the character Quan as we did, except it was performative in that this person essentially called uh, Quan a uh, uh, quote-unquote Les Ching Chong. Um, yeah, which, which definitely, terrible. yeah, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not good by any means. Um, and I don't think, it, there, it, I don't think it's any way good. Yeah. Like, anyway, good. Yeah. And, uh, the kind of the, it, it, show, it definitely showed the frustration in a, in, in a, in a negative perspective to that point, we're kind of also seeing the, uh, Halo series, culminate in a little bit more. I know uh, Kobe's been very frustrated with it because it's definitely not kind of canon per se. But the the types of choices that they're making, especially the one with Kai, right? Why else would Master Chief consider Kai unstable or unset or unfit to perform, but yet he's okay, right? That's So there's a lot of, like, borderline things that you're like, hmm, I wonder why that is the case in the situation.
1: Mm. I do kind of hope they explore that. And that, and that was my thing. Like, I, I yes. mean, I hope because there's no other excuse for that if that is the reason then that's just blatant sexism but it's like okay well i would hope that there's a deeper reason why he feels he's able to do that and she's not like maybe there was a mission where you know even with her mood regulator chip you know she still made a mistake that you know cost somebody their life or whatever you know like i hope it's not just that and and i i would assume the writers are smart enough to give a deeper reasoning there um yeah i was just kind of curious maybe what if you had any thoughts on it uh i think yeah
3: oh no i i I think it's because he's maybe he doesn't necessarily trust himself either but because he's team leader um, mm. he kind of has an obligation to lead the team mm. um oh, but okay, like yeah. it's probably one okay. of those like hey if I could sit this out I probably would too but I fucking can't but I can say you can so you gotta sit out so there could be yeah. that mm. on another level which he's probably not thinking about he does have cortana who can kind of like keep him on track or at least check him like hey what are we doing here like why do you think this and he can kind of like have an open conversation with his feelings in whatever real time, you know, um, scenario. And so that kind of helps, but I doubt he's thinking of that. I think more in his, in that cir- circumstance right there, it's like him trying to hold on to like, Hey, I'm a Spartan too. The code says this, that's just the rules, but I'm also team leader. Mm-hmm. So I gotta be out there, but he's probably still trying to figure it out as well. Yeah. And I don't think he was like fully hundred percent on board with that order he gave either. But I think for the time, that's probably the words he had to say. That's projecting
0: thinking. his internal struggle.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I really like that reason, and I and I honestly like if it with without seeing episode six, I would guess that's probably the way they're they're going to go with it. So nice, you might have just predicted how episode six will culminate between Master Chief and Kai I like that. Uh, yeah. Any other? Uh, let's see. There's any other, I I just like the whole scene, like you know, like the all the different technology that we get to see from the video games and uh i don't know there's just like some some action sequences that were straight out of it which were pretty badass um mm-hmm. that was cool i'm trying to think I, i'm trying to remember what the halsey story was and what
0: so what her she essentially all she gives a shit about is technology and making making shit the epitome of what it is and so at points in time she is essentially willing to risk her family's safety um, i.e. her daughter's safety in order to kind of get that monolith. <clears throat> and you can even see it with the husband, where the husband also knows that John was initially taken away from their his, his own family to become the program into which she created. And she kind of championed him as the person that was going to be the Spartan leader. But at this point in time, I don't think we know about whether or not the covenant are a real threat or if it's just, you know, uh, hearsay. <clears throat> and so, oh, go for it.
1: No, oh, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was just kind of nodding along. Like, I, 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 yeah, but just that. I was kind of just agreeing with you.
0: Yeah. I, I, I do think like she, aside from Quan, she has like, a, she's a well-written hate hated character because of who she is as a person. Whereas Quan, I think's direction is kind of a little bit more terrible organically. Um, Halsey really, really puts to the point of what master chief's internal struggle is because all he knows is, that right and he's slowly figuring out who he used to be and who he used to be is essentially taken away from him because of who he is now based on halsey's character and you're kind of getting to see all of all of the ancillary characters the husband and the daughter kind of make more connections with the spartans on a more humanistic level whereas halsey still views them as tools
1: Uh, yeah absolutely she's playing that perfect like evil scientist where like I, i you know i will use these humans to further my research kind of thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's cool. Uh, Yeah, I agree with you. I think you kind of hit it right on the head there, Drake. And, uh, yeah, I guess I'm really – when it comes down to the show, and unfortunately, whatever is not – happening with Master Chief, I find myself really checking out of it. And I like the Halsey story. I, I like what that story with Master Chief. I like how Cortana's coming into play. And I agree, you know, like that's the only thing that's going to keep Master Chief in check when his emotions <clears throat> get the best of him, you know, and, and it makes sense. We even see it later on, right. Doesn't Cortana basically drop him and freeze him in place after something mm-hmm. happens or was that in a previous episode? I know. it. Oh, happened, I think it you know? was this one, right? Yeah, because he tries to jump after Halsey after touching the big monolith thing, and he tries yeah. to jump after, her and and Cortana shuts him down.
3: Yeah, she's so, like Cortana, and then she takes over. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it was cool. I, again, yeah, I don't know if it justifies the few episodes in between one. And five, because I mean, it really just is kind of dragging on. I understand there's like this humanistic story and they want to humanize the Spartans further, but I, I like that we're getting more of the, the true Spartan stories and their struggles between them as a team. And, and yeah, what is, what is it like to be, you know, the, the pinnacle of human soldiers in this world where the world's relying on you and yet you're so human, but you can't act human.
3: Yeah. Yeah, really badass. Oh, um, yeah. shit, well. Oh, sorry, before we move on, there's a couple yeah. of... Um, Master Chief jumping on the ghost was really cool. That reminded me mm-hmm. of, like, um the games where you're, like, going to commandeer one. He, yeah. he was even, like, punching the guy flying it, which was awesome. And then um yeah. the brute that came down with, uh, with the hammer, that was pretty cool. He looked, like, oh, yeah. really intimidating, scary. He did. Uh, I thought it was yeah. about to go down, and he teleports back up, and I'm hoping there's, like, some kind of showdown. Would that yeah, do? You know?
0: Absolutely. I yeah, don't. I, well, go for it. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say I. I, I really am displeased with the um, human weapons and how like substantially ineffective they're they're against the covenant. Like Master Chief, when he jumped on the Ghost, was shooting with the pistol, and I'm thinking to myself like the even the Gatling gun isn't doing any work against these guys. The ones on the Warthog, right? So I'm like, they need to kind of like stop OPing the Covenant um, weapons so much just to make it a little bit more even you know, like kill a little bit of dudes with it you know
3: what I mean right mm, yeah because only the Spartans are doing it really yeah 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 with it their well aimed bullets whatever yep yeah. right is it like
1: is this still early on like I guess I'm still trying to figure out the timeline mm. as to when the Covenant when they discover the Covenant you know what I mean is this like Is this 50 years later? Is this like 10 years later? Or did they find out, you know, a couple years ago? You know what I mean? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like how long ago and have they been able to adapt technology to better fit them? Like, I think that's another issue where I'm trying to figure out, like, where in the timeline, you know, the current story is. It has Mm -hmm. to be at least five to 10 years because
2: uh, originally they steal the shields from the covenant there's oh, the shield really? technology yeah oh together uh,
3: overshields yeah oh, oh, bad. oh okay. well
1: there you go nice huh i think they mentioned it at
2: some point too
1: they do talk about the overshield and like yeah how long it takes <sighs> to regenerate but i don't think they talk about where it comes from oh yeah but Yeah, it's right on. Hey, Cubs, you know what? You can always jump back in episode five, um, (laughs) watch 20 minutes of it, and then turn it off. So that's great. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so sweet. I think we did a pretty good job of covering it. I don't know if there's anything else that stood out to you guys.
0: It's just slightly getting better, and that's, I guess, the positive.
3: Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. And and I'm surprised the action came. Like, I know we were Mm -hmm. joking about, like, there probably won't be any more action until the end, but... It's like the universe heard us, and they're like, "Oh, we'll give you action." Yeah, and yeah. Um, I think the universe heard more
1: than just us, <laughs> aka every fan <laughs> yes. on like Twitter, no, and Instagram. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: they're
1: like, Hello, where's the action? Where's the plasma grenades? Uh, yeah. So it was, it was great. It's yeah, definitely seems like it's on track. Again, I think we kind of discussed where we want to see more of, and or what we want to see more of, and what we want to see less of uh mm-hmm. sweet okay let's jump into Moon Knight before you gotta hit the road oh yeah what oh yeah did yeah you think about Moon Knight episode four
3: that twisty boy yeah. oh, holy boy. shit I'm glad I didn't finish okay I didn't finish like reading what we all agreed on reading but I got mm-hmm. to the, enough where I was like I'm glad I started reading this and now I want to finish reading this like <laughs> yeah. that wait wait
1: yeah, I, I think oh, you're talking crazy. about the, the show with the comic book club, right? Like, we oh, get yeah. to finish all Yeah, the I'm sorry, books, I'm sorry about that.
3: Yeah, yeah, but books, um, yeah.
1: But the books you did read perfectly kind of line up with this mm-hmm. episode, right? Or like, yep. yeah, exactly mm-hmm. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah. Dude, I was plan so plan. glad about that mm-hmm. twist, though.
2: Dude,
3: twist. Were, were you? Yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: because like the whole time the episode, I was like, man, this is getting like so cliche. This seems. I literally, I was thinking the whole time like this seems like it's just a fucking standard 2000s action um, adventure movie. I was like, everything just working out perfectly for them. He has trying to say it was like Morbius
1: or something?
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Ay-o. Hey. laughs> it kind of was, yeah. dude. <laughs> it
1: was Morbius. Like I wouldn't know. I didn't see it. I value my time. Uh, but, yeah. so, but I, yeah, I, I do agree with you. Yeah. It was like really kind of cheesy in the start of it, you know, with Layla. Okay. So right at the start, Layla with the flare. Right. And you're like, yeah. all right cool. But then she's like not getting shot by the Gatling gun. Apparently this scene where Gatling guns don't do shit. And, uh, <laughs> like, so, and then she like kills the guys with the flare. She like throws a flare in there or whatever. And you're like, all right. And then, uh, you know, I kind of want to just fast forward uh, to the part where they get to the dig site. They, like, drive up, and, you know, Mark's arguing, or, like, Steven's arguing with Mark, and Layla is talking to Stephen because Mark's in the inside, in the inside world. He's the innie. And then, uh, um, <laughs> yeah. there you go, a little se- severance reference. And then they get to <laughs> the site, and then there's, like, this weird moment where Layla is about to kiss Stephen, not Mark, kiss Steven, And then, yeah. Uh, Steven decides to tell her the truth about Mark, and then uh, out of nowhere, Steven just kisses her. And I, yeah, like, like, <laughs> that kiss was hella awkward. It was, like, it was
3: fucking uh, awkward, dude. dude. It was
1: like Which I think so is what it's forced. supposed to. Yeah. yeah,
3: what it's supposed to be, because even when the witch responds, right, it's like, oh, what the fuck? And then at the end, it's kind of like, oh, okay, like you're still kind of the same dude, so. Like really and she's kind of starting to like Steven, like there's aspects of Steven she's kind of liking. Um that she can relate to more, it seems. Um, so yeah, I think it, it came off exactly how it was supposed to, but yeah, it was mm. definitely awkward, like even the way he liked Steven's definitely not a smooth guy, and they that played <laughs> well.
1: Uh, okay, I didn't see it from that perspective, but you're right, yeah. That, in the context of his character, you're right. Like it's it's like kind of a perfect fit for like an unperfect fitting kiss so yeah yeah that makes sense all right uh yeah scott I'll let you take it away just whatever kind of comes to mind on the episode no rhyme or reason um or i can do what i do and just annoy you guys and go start to finish no. do that
3: no um so <laughs> i think the what was, what was interesting is like after he kisses him Kisses, after he kisses her. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. The what is it? Mark is able to like control his body for a bit and punch himself in the face, which <laughs> was pretty interesting. Because like, it seems like they're slowly starting to like be closer to like controlling each other almost. You know, like because before it was like right. one would sleep and the other was awake, and now it's now it's like they can see each other like what they're doing, like mm-hmm. like just behind. You know, um, sitting in the passenger seat. And now yeah, they can the almost, like, control ride. each other. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> that, that seems like an um, interesting trajectory that it's going. Um, maybe eventually they'll be able to save each other's life. Like, maybe Marco just something. Steven's, like, going to, like, do, like, um, you know, like, oh, I got your back, and, like, make him do a spinning roundhouse kick or some shit without him <laughs> even knowing, or, you know, like, I don't know, or vice versa. Like, uh, it, it just seems interesting. Maybe they won't do that, but – and then they reference – um. Do they reference maybe another character in this one because I know you did last time. I wasn't I'm getting confused, maybe
2: like another uh, um body. No, they didn't, they didn't reference yet. another okay. body. This one,
1: no, so, okay. no, but where was one? Oh, no, actually, at the end, there was one little tidbit at mm-hmm. the end, right? So,
2: yeah, we get the end.
1: big twist right <clears throat> They're in the yeah. asylum, and Mark escapes and he escapes into his room and there's a sarcophagus and you can hear like somebody's banging on it. The sarcophagus sarcophagus is laying flat on the ground. Ugh, I can't even save my R's right now. I've been talking to my <laughs> doctor. But, uh, and there's banging and Steven is in the sarcophagus and he's trying to get out and Mark, uh, like helps him get out. And they're like, Oh my God, they have that moment where they hug each other. They're running down the hall and they, and as they're like, not running, they're kind of like sneaking down the hall. And as they look off into one of the rooms, there's another sarcophagus that's all in red and mm-hmm. it's standing completely up. And that's also banging, but nobody's screaming. Mm-hmm. And oh, my yeah, okay. mind, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but my mind instantly went to like, oh, there's Jake. They're, like, that's like, what I'm thinking. Yeah. 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 Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Like, cause in the comics, like the ones we read, like Mark has three personalities. Uh, he's got Mark himself who becomes the regular moon knight you have steven grant in the comics is a billionaire playboy reminiscent of bruce wayne and then his last personality is guy jake lockley and jake lockley is like an on the street chicago style cab driver who's like you know kind of is the informant has contact to all like the mobsters gangsters or whatever that are on the streets and he's kind of like a rougher guy. And so there's been little hints, right, as the show's gone on of Jake being there. But I feel like this is the first time we're like, oh, that, for me, it was like, that has to be him. And I guess, spoiler alert, sorry, I've already ruined it, but like, I'll mm. pl- have to put this in the title, but like, spoiler alert if you didn't want to hear any of this, but I'm pretty sure if it happens to be true, that's who it could be. Mm. Right?
3: Yeah. No, yeah, I agree. Um, because. I, I don't i don't think i got that far in the comics we were reading um but i remember you mentioning that and then when they showed that i was like oh that has to be his other self like mm. especially if he's meeting up with himself now and his wherever he is right now yeah absolutely trapped in his mind somewhere but uh, which that's what i mean that's what it seems like because he's able to roam the halls with himself so something's mm-hmm. going on but um yeah i don't know it was really cool and then who was the um who was that hippo at the end so one of the gods, know, right? Do you know yeah. like, which one in particular is definitely an important
1: thing? Um, yeah. I got God. an idea if you guys want. I believe the, the god's name is Taw- right? I don't know how, how you...
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know the right way to say that is, but Tawaret. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's like the goddess of like children, motherhood, fertility,
3: mm-hmm.
1: which is really interesting because they're like, okay, what does that have to do in the end? I didn't see any... Like it that you know we'll just get into the big twist of the episode mm. and I'm, oh, yeah. I'm sure we can kind of go back a little bit too and talk about why it was such a big twist but you know the big twist of the episode was like you know he's in this insane asylum it looks like mark is just straight up crazy and that all the adventure he's had so far from episode one to almost like 75 of episode four has been in his head right i don't know if you guys got that that was my take mm. on it and yeah. uh yeah, it was weird because, like, one, I didn't know Tauret from the comics at all, and apparently, like, that's something they just added from real life uh, Egyptian mythology. So she doesn't mm. really have a big uh, role in in the Marvel universe. So that was that was also kind of interesting. Oh, it well, was well, interesting. Well,
2: wasn't her avatar the the chick that was kind of being nice to him at
1: the trial? No, because I think that was um tours or something. Uh tour I think that was hmm. his, I think that was her avatar. And that's the avatar oh, okay. of like music and like sensuality or something like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. My, like, yeah. That yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh yeah, I think we'll have made Sorry, Scott. I mean, please feel free to like cut me off anytime. Uh, but I think what made this twist so interesting is one, like we've been following Mark and Stephen on this big journey, and it's very mm-hmm. much rooted in Egypt and Egyptian mythology. And in this episode in particular, and Drew could probably speak to this more, but it's like, it was very much reminiscent of like an Indiana Jones type of feel, you Mm -hmm. know? Like in in this tomb and they're trying to find this device and there's puzzles in there, but it's all dangerous. Although there's a little bit of mysticism with, you know, like whatever those zombies were, the zombie Mm -hmm. that was like taking out the body parts from that one guy. Mm -hmm. So there's a little Mm -hmm. bit of that, but everything was a little too convenient in this episode. Like, yeah, like every, (laughs) right? Right. Yeah, like that's
3: why I was getting
1: annoyed. Like this is, this is dumb. Like, oh, everyone's dead in the camp. Whoa, like, that's convenient. Everyone's just working out. Yeah,
3: everything's yeah. just
2: working
1: out for you somehow. <laughs> yeah like like oh yeah she kills the zombie with the flare although yeah. there was one part where you know where they were in the the they were like taking out the body parts and he like pushes over uh some type of rack of i don't know yeah like the broken ass table and it, it kills yeah. him i was like what no, no no he's like i squished it i squished it like that yeah. part made me laugh i don't know yeah was, oh yeah yeah, like, yeah taking my nighttime edible or something but that part made me really laugh uh but um yeah, that was and an interesting, and then Leila, Le- Le- she, you know, gets into that room, of course, like the ground's falling out. Typical, like, adventure movie kind of scenario. Mm-hmm. And then the zombie, like, pulls her in this thing, which was kind of freaky. And then they kind of fight their way out. She kills another thing with a flare, being that thing, and then tussles with it, falls off the edge, and is, like, holding on the edge. And I'm like, all this is just way too convenient. You know, mm-hmm. like it, yeah. It was yeah. It just felt very much like you know a classic adventure movie, and uh,
3: I think with all which is probably said, oh, yeah, yeah. Go for it. No, no, go no, you for go. It. All I okay. Say, no, I was gonna. Say, <laughs> you go. You, go. Well, you go? Go. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> you go, well, with go, that you you
1: being go. said, I think that's what for yep. me made the twist so much bigger. Same. Same. Yeah, I, I agree.
3: agree. And I'm thinking because everything was so convenient, maybe. Maybe they wanted it to seem that way, especially with the twist, because you're like, okay, maybe just this episode is the part that's now, now he's in the insane asylum, river Like, you know what I mean? Like, it it's felt so different than the other episodes that felt much more real. Because mm. it's easy to assume, like, oh, the whole show thus far was in his head. But um, making it so like, oh, this is just like an action-adventure movie, it's it's able to kind of separate that and be like, okay, just this episode from the beginning up until he's in that mental hospital is different than the rest of what's going on. So we don't know how he got there and what is maybe like Mm -hmm. making him, what's projecting him. I don't know. Like maybe all that really did happen and then Mm -hmm. he did get shot and then now it's like him being in his head is almost like when like superman gets hurt and starts healing himself like you know he just kind of goes into a coma Mm -hmm. like maybe this is like his body like recovering or something and this is like what goes on internally um it's very reminiscent
0: of the first episode for sure oh yeah
3: um
1: explain man uh like what do you mean
0: so in the first episode right you're you're completely on your toes you don't know whether or not he's actually viewing what he's viewing or if that's just his imagination And this is really oh. the the, the second the the only or this is the only other time where in the series so far we're actually questioning whether or not Mark's actually in his head or if this is mm-hmm. reality or if this is a substitute reality because again we are seeing all these characters uh, affect him in such a negative manner, but then again he's also viewing Stephen Mark is viewing Stephen in reality right? Or in his head. So is it really in his head or is it in the reality? Is it an alternate reality? Mm-hmm. And so this questioning, I think is good in terms of the pacing of the, the show as a whole, right? Cause you're on your toes, you're getting introduced to the character. You're seeing, okay, this is Steven. This is Mark. This is Layla. This is the situation. Now we're having it turn on its head. And this is the French tilt uh, that we're so used to seeing that's possibly going to take us in a new direction for the next one. Hence the reason why, we have so much anticipation for what's going to happen next.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 You're
1: right on that. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause you're right. It just, you're right. In a sense, I I forgot about that, you know, like four, four weeks obviously has been, or almost five weeks has been a little bit too long for me, but you're right. In the first episode, you're like, wait, is this all in his head? Like, what's going on? You know, and and then the second episode kind of confirms it with him not being able to see that jackal, you know, attacking and they think he destroyed the bathroom. So you're right. It's kind of, it feels like it's back to that of like, wait, what's going on? And and can I trust what they've been showing me as Mm. we have an unreliable narrator and we're following multiple characters who could be perceiving things all different. So yeah, I I agree with you on that. Yeah, that's true. For sure. Um, yeah, but then it gets to the part where like Harrow shoots Mark and he falls in this like really shallow water. And then I, I don't know, I feel like I've watched this scene a few times because it's really interesting. But he falls in this shallow water and we can see the bullet holes in him. And then, like, next scene, he's like falling down deeper, deeper, deeper in this like black hole. And then it was yeah. like, oh, it was really interesting. So for I me, mean, I'm like, wait, did he die there, or is mm-hmm. he like, yeah, is he? He's like, yeah, like when you said going in into his Odin sleep or his Superman sleep. Uh yeah, I don't know. Do you guys have any takes on that? Or
2: it was an interesting uh choice. Yeah. Like how they did it because it, it can be interpreted in so many ways, like you're saying, right? Like we don't know okay. what's actually going on. Is is that just him waking up from his dream? Is that him actually dying? Is that him being saved by gods? Like there's we could speculate all night right. on what it actually is. That's true. Yeah, that's Which true. What,
3: what made it so good,
2: I
1: think. Mm. Yeah, Mm. absolutely. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think another interesting thing, how did you guys feel about the, you know, they they do the whole uh, puzzle of the Eye of Horus, like Eye of Horus, six
3: points, uh, (laughs) six (laughs) tunnels.
1: Yeah, no, that's cool. But I I think the part that I'm really trying to get at was um, it ends up at Alexander the Great's tomb. And mm. I was like, huh, like, I was like, why Alexander the Great? I don't know. That kind of also threw me off. Did it throw any of you guys off? A little, I yeah. Know. I was like,
3: why, yeah. why, why why, did he need to be there?
1: Right. Like, is that just because it's such, a, like, a historical mystery, or... Yeah,
3: like, what's the significance to Alexander the Great yeah. and, like, this show, right? Yeah, um, because I'll yeah, tell you... I wasn't sure.
1: Yeah, because I'll tell you, like, the online theory is that we've seen something from Kang so far in the show. And why? Because in the comics simply because Kang was bored and he was so technologically advanced it good time travel, he goes back in time and becomes Ramatut in ancient mm-hmm. Egypt. So it was like, for me, it was like, why didn't they make it Rama Tut? or, you know, something like that, like some way it was deeper connected to Kang, or maybe that was just to oh. throw us off from there being a King connection. I, I don't know. That's kind of where my yeah. mind was going. Oh, right
3: that's there. interesting. Damn. Okay. Well, I'm going to think on this. Um, I hope you guys have a wonderful night. I have to get back to work, unfortunately. But um, you guys continue being awesome and I'll check you guys out later. But uh thanks oh,
1: for Scott. Yeah, for yeah. sure. See you I'm later, good. buddy. Have fun at work. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Well, we that was awesome. I'm glad Scott could join us for a little bit of time. I probably left him with like the biggest question. He's not gonna even be able to focus mm-hmm. on work. He should be like, damn it, what was that about? <laughs> now he's, really well. he's probably going to screw up at work. You're welcome. Uh, sweet.
2: But Thanks, yeah. person who's me- who think- needs medicine badly. Yeah. <laughs> or sorry, sorry,
3: person that needs medicine badly. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not going to try to sell him out at his real job. Uh, <laughs> so I'm
3: trying to think of
1: anything else. There, there was like a few things I noticed too in that show, and I'm kind of interested to hear what you think. I, I thought it was really cool if you really look at when Mark ends up at the mental hospital or facility, Mm. um, when you start like going around, there's like little hints as to how Mark could have created the world that we've seen in the last three episodes. So there's a lady who drew like a a bird or like a skeleton of a bird that looks like Conchu. There's like Mm. his manager lady, Donna is there like holding like the, uh, a little scarab uh, stuffed animal. Focusing
0: yeah, oh, focus on the shoes fair, in the mirror. Oh,
1: focus on the shoes in the mirror. Yep, that was a good one. Um, yeah, so it's really interesting. Uh, what did you guys or like? What did you guys think about when Mark is sitting in the charities Lissari in the charity's reflection? There's a goldfish that doesn't mm. even look like it's in water. It's just kind of stuck there. But Layla comes up and grabs his bingo card, and she's like, "Oh, oh, you won!" And she says. Um, this time I'll make sure that you get credit for it too. And then she then turns around and goes to like the bingo master. And it like, I won, I won. I don't know. That was such <laughs> a weird kind of twist for me there too. And just that like, mm-hmm. that little scene. Would, do you guys have any
0: thoughts on that? Like why they even decided to bring that up? I kind of thought that it was just kind of like, she's also, if, if Mark is in that reality, and other people within that reality are autonomous in themselves. That Leela, who is also there, is also suffering from similar afflictions, and or um, is showing that she's also in it for herself, just based off of her her uh, dialogue. Interesting. Yeah.
1: What? why do you like? So let's say it is all in his head. Why? Why paint her as like such like a. Like caring person who's like looking for Mark and like cares about what, you know is like that's yeah, my husband why why paint her in that light if she's gonna be this like selfish person in real life you know what I mean like it just seems like a weird mm. deterrent of how he would imagine her
0: no agree or but am I, also am, am I wrong no 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 I, I that's yeah. definitely a perspective because also we've we've never heard Mark talk about why he loves Layla oh. Mm, so you you don't you don't really know why he does that also too he's also holding back. he held back a lot from describe or discussing how the father died because i didn't even really believe him when he said i was there i let it happen right i did it oh, seemed yeah. it still seemed like a lie to me um maybe that mm. was just an assumption but at the same point in time Layla has this undying love for uh mark mark but at the same time she's so easily ki- accepted Steven's kiss. So there's there's mm-hmm. other parts of potentially Mark that she doesn't like, that she does like in Steven, but because they're the same person, she's able to be who maybe she wants to be or who she wishes she would be or who she wishes Mark or Steven could be, et cetera.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I totally buy, buy that on her. Yeah, like she's kind of projecting on Steven now what she wished Mark would have done with her or, yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. That's an interesting perspective. Yeah. Um, I Yeah. The only reason why, yeah, it was kind of interesting, that whole like revelation of, oh, you knew where my dad was dying. But the only reason why I bought it was because in the books we read, like Mark was there with her dad at the time he died with Raoul Bushman. So for for me, I'm like, okay, I get that. Like, um, yeah, it was a weird, yeah, I could see where you're saying like, oh, it didn't seem like he, He really was believable in that moment or like like sincere. It was kind of like weirdly insincere but I also took it like they were in danger. They knew Harrow was chasing them down and they had to get out of there before Harrow, you know, and his guys like Mm. caught up to them which they eventually did, right? You know, they pull out the Ushamti or Ushati or whatever you call it out of Alexander the Great's gullet as, as Stephen says and then uh yeah, uh, Arthur Harrow catches up with them, and then shoots him down there. So I, I did sense like he was trying to make it quick and say whatever he could to get her to move mm. on from that. But um yeah, it was really it was really interesting. I, I yeah, I'm, I'm curious. Yeah, if there is maybe an ulterior motive that we didn't see in like in the Moon Knight world with Layla that maybe will be expressed in these like last two
0: episodes. Yeah, definitely. I, I, the, I, and I think that's even a, a, a more of a testament to the writing and production of the show, because I don't remember being this anticipatory of Hawkeye or um, mm. WandaVision or I don't even remember Lopes. the other ones. <laughs> Lopes, right. Like, so yeah. th- I mean, to that's be cool. honest, like I'm more enthralled with what's happening in Moon Knight than I have been with all the others. And again, oh, wow. we don't even know how Moon Knight is going to intertwine yet. Mm, um, right. Or if he's even gonna. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and I want him to. Right. So
3: mm-hmm. I think
0: that's a that's a great testament to, again, what Fikey is doing and what they're doing with the characters now. Really, really building them out to be standalone yeah. and also so penetrative in that sense
1: yeah yeah absolutely i think yeah um i watched the interview yeah i think a lot of that credit seems like it's going to the director and partial writer like muhammad diab like he once he found out that there was a you know uh, i don't know if he found it was a moon knight series but it was like an egyptian based marvel thing this was the pitch that he came up with like he went home and wrote like 200 pages and like didn't stop till like him and his wife had finished oh dang And then they got the job. And I mean, he's Egyptian born. His wife is, I don't know if she's Egyptian born, but Middle Eastern, he grew up there. So he's like, it's pretty awesome that I could, you know, be a part of Marvel, this massive thing, and then like show my culture a part of it. And like the things I grew up with, you know, it'd be like if Marvel was like, oh, write me a story about like characters from Hawaii. You know, like Shit. man, that'd be crazy, <laughs> right? And like, yeah, we would probably like, I don't know how good of a story we would write, but we'd probably be able to write one. Right you know, about the Modern Pool Man, eh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, pool Man strikes again, eh?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> oh yeah, food poisoning again, bruh. That was
1: good. <laughs> 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 yeah, so we we would be able to do it, you know, and uh, yeah, I think that's really cool. So, like, yeah, definitely shout out to the story that mom diab wrote, and then yeah, again, yeah, Kevin Mikey just leading them in this direction that's really authentic and like with really good stories. So, that part of it's really was really, really dope. Um, I'm trying to think, let's see, there was one other line, there was two other lines that I thought was really interesting. Because, you know, again, Mark wakes up in that mental hospital and then he's watching this movie that's kind of like a generic Indiana Jones. I think it was like Mm. Tomb Busters or something like that. And, uh, you know, he gets taken into Harrow's office and there's two lines before Harrow even comes into focus. He says, no one can ascend to heaven until they've plunged the depths of hell. He's like, oh, really good villain. And even makes a note in the movie how like the main god or deity is like a lunar based god. Mm-hmm. Uh, i don't know what, what do you think do you guys have any thoughts on like what that line could mean or that we don't live in a physical world we live in a psychic war- world those are like oh yeah he like, says that yeah where he like taps his glasses which i thought was like mm-hmm. really like a really interesting like character choice um yeah i don't know do you yeah do you guys have any thoughts on those or like what came to mind when you, when it, you said it? it's a very deep
2: quote right because i mean it's, it's true when you're, when you're crazy, like you think what's happening to you is real. Right. So like, yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was just really interesting. I just wonder if there's like a deeper meaning. No one can ascend mm. until they plunge the depths of hell. Well, and I'm just spitballing here. I don't, I didn't really put a lot of thought into this, but like, okay. You know, when he gets shot, he sinks down. Right. Mm-hmm do you think he's referencing that you know because he gets shot right and then he drops and he's shallow and like i said the next scene, he's kind of like sinking down into this like huge deep pool almost but when you when we looked at him from above he's not i don't know what that means so i guess i guess mm-hmm. what i'm saying is that maybe we'll see mark ascend to heaven and i don't know what that mm-hmm. means in terms of like mark and steven and moon knight but um, maybe that's where we're going to, what we're going to see this character do in like the future episodes. So
0: I don't know. Um, to that point though, I think that you could, you could make the argument that descending to the depths of hell is into the deepest, darkest portions of your own being, right? Like mm-hmm. if we think about hell in the sense of like your worst memory or feeling just replaying over and over and over again, and a lot of other type of nomenclature, um, yeah. or literature, that him in his head so i.e. the am I really crazy I'm in an asylum I'm making all of this up I'm, I'm seeing my other person but we're both agreeing that somebody shot me in, in, a, in a faraway space right so what is really real can I make it through this quote-unquote hell where I'm discovering the depths of me that I never tried to accept before and then the heaven being maybe becoming a more prominent Moon Knight or even accepting his uh multiple personalities and then becoming, quote unquote, whole. That could be a, a, an interpretation.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I like what you said there, because I think if he goes like he hasn't descended down the depths of hell, if that's in his own mind, do we think that maybe what if the hospital's hell?
2: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: oh, yeah and then we have to see him and steven maybe we meet jake and they have to escape this hell mm. that would be that i don't know i'm just trying to you know kind of go off of what you said but that'd be cool I, and, and maybe that'll be i don't know a little clarification
0: if i just you know i've had a spitball cut kind of on that but uh no yeah. i definitely think you're onto something like <clears throat> there's obviously multiple interpretations, but maybe there's more of an Egyptian background based off of the writing and then even more so, well, I don't think that's Egyptian. No, I don't think that was Egyptian. I was thinking about another movie um, uh, As uh, uh, as Below, So Above or something like that. Do you remember that movie? I do not. No. Okay, it was a horror movie. Yeah. They were in France though, so I don't know that that's applicable. But anyway, um, essentially, Like you were talking about, acceptance is kind of a form of heaven, right? And then Hmm. the hell into which he's currently living in could be just again his mental state, and or the asylum is the i.e. version of uh, his deepest darkest quote-unquote hell. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's awesome. And um, I I I love that. I mean, I totally buy into that. That could be what this area represents, and like this could be. Yeah, how we get to see the truest version of, you know, these characters, Mark Spector, Stephen Grant, whatever, together and like really accepting their life, you know, and maybe some something, I don't know, things that may have happened in the past, too, that have shaped them this way. So that's awesome. Mm. I'm, yeah, I buy into that heavy. Uh, So, well, I'm trying to think of anything else. Oh, yeah, I do have one criticism about this episode, though. Uh, And... Uh, it is really interesting, but I do miss the Moon knight And I'm also feeling like we're not getting, uh, like, I know, that uh, it doesn't always have to be action, 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 but it's still, like, if we're going to compare it to even, like, Halo, like, there's, like, parts where I still want to see, like, the Moon knight of it all, if that makes sense. And I, I don't, uh, I hope that in the next episode we go back into it and get more of that because uh i mean i like that and it feels like we have only gotten a very limited amount of moon knight actually if that makes sense you know what i mean do you i don't know if you guys I, agree but that's what i No, i
0: agree. agree i agree i mean and the reality of the situation we got to see moon knight really be moon knight twice right parkour moon mm-hmm. knight and then moon knight getting stabbed with all those spears mm-hmm. so but is uh, that
2: really like the true spirit of moonlight in in uh, if if um, if we look at it that way, because I mean he's supposed to be more of like a Batman, not like a crazy superhero, right?
1: It's definitely changed for me from how the comics were, because like in the mm-hmm. comics, like the Moon Knight. Co- it was just that it was just like it was a suit it was a costume like mm. it wasn't like his own personality it wasn't something he summoned he like put it on mm. so even more yeah, i guess giving credence like maybe he's crazy and like this or maybe they've just retconned you know this mm. for marvel or for the mcu and they've done that in the past you know like yeah, yeah i you know it, they, they, they change things around to kind of fit the narrative and and you know, I, I'm I'm okay with that. So if Moon Knight as a costume is more of him, like, uh, summoning a mystical suit, like, that's cool with me. I, I'm fine with that. Um, but it does make me wonder now after being in this mental hospital if that is really the case or if there is a version where in the real world, like, Steven, or like, sorry, Mark actually does put on a suit that's all white and calls himself Moon Knight, you know, yeah. he believes he is... Mm-hmm. You know, the avatar of Kanchu, but, uh, you know, still has to actually physically put it on like like a Spider Man or a Daredevil or something like that, you know? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess time will tell, but.
0: Yeah, we've we got
2: to figure it. we got to find
1: out. Gotta keep watching, dude. Got to keep
2: yeah, watching. I,
0: yeah. So thrilling. So thrilling. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. yeah. Couldn't, say, I couldn't say better things about it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah,
1: yeah, I dug it. I'm really excited to see where it goes with Ta Ret uh, and then like mm-hmm. the next episode. and And like, now that we have like Mark and Steven able to interact with each other like that, Mm -hmm. and like literally, I mean, he's playing off himself and he's doing such a good job. And they like, they seem so distinctly different. Oh, Mm -hmm. another thing I kind of noticed, and I don't know if this is really relevant at all, but like in the mental hospital, Mark is wearing, maybe it was just to distinguish them, but like Mark is wearing all white and Steven is wearing like a blue kind of like shirt and pants. So I was like, oh, I thought that was kind of interesting too. It was like, maybe Mark is always really the moon knight. Or something and like Stephen is it you know which would be for me really you know a lot more consistent with like the comic mm-hmm. book mm-hmm. character
2: yeah, yeah oh so there's one other thing i noticed that um i want to talk about in the beginning of the episode that also kind of threw me off um or took me out of it was when they put um what are those things called the stone statues the Ushati? The Shati's, yeah. Yeah, the Shati. When they oh, when they yeah. get Kanshu's one and they put it in that room, there's like a bunch of
1: other ones there. Oh yeah. 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 That's true. So what's interesting, yeah, yeah, you're right. Because they talk about the first episode, right? The Inead, the nine group of Egyptian gods, mm. and then you know they they put Konshu in the shanti, but there's only five of them. So you're like, what happened to the four other ones? Mm. Right. I guess, I guess, Concha would be six. So that means there's still like three that were what, like too busy to be there? Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: did they, did they, they're they like, nah, on Wednesdays we play poker. We can't make it to this. They probably had yeah, COVID.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're, they were the three that didn't get vaccinated. Boom. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe, I don't know. But you're right. Yeah. That was kind of interesting. So maybe are they going around and putting a bunch of gods in there? uh mm. yeah i don't know it's kind of interesting especially as we lead into like gore the god butcher and thor who does that there's his sole purpose is to like go around and murder gods. it's gonna be interesting to see why hopefully we get an answer mm. but if they don't it seems like thor love and thunder might be a perfect way to for them to explain why some of these other mm. egyptian gods weren't weren't chilling mm. i mean is it even
2: real too right like through. Did they actually yeah. put him in a Ushati? Are those other guy? Are those other Ushatis in
1: there um filled with god souls? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, it's true. Yep, they could just be hollow little things that you uh get at World Market. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So right on. Yeah, I think we've uh, the that's pretty much I all I got to say about that one is really good. Mm. Uh, I'm excited to. Finally watch episode five. I, I held back. I did not watch it at midnight. So Ooh, I can't wait.
2: Oh yeah. That's tonight.
1: Yeah. So uh there was some there was a trailer that came out and we're on the topic of Ethan Hawk. Did you guys watch the Black Phone trailer? I did. I have actually seen that a long time ago, but um
2: I definitely remember it. It seems pretty creepy.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, totally. To that point, I feel like I watched that trailer when COVID was first starting. Mm-hmm. So it's been a minute since I've seen it again. What was the uh, like a... what was the uh, story plot? The, the synopsis.
2: So there's this guy who's Ethan Hawke, or I guess they're, they're in this town, and these kids keep disappearing, and they don't know um, what's happening to them. They're trying to find them, and then I guess um, the the little. This is it a boy or a girl, I forget, that's currently kidnapped, She there's this phone on the wall and it starts ringing and he starts being able to talk to other ghosts of people that died before, right, Thel? Jeez.
1: Yeah, so, like, that phone seems like to be, like, some kind of, like, weird spiritual link to, you know, like, you were, like what Copa was saying, to the kids that were killed in there before and they start slowly, like, feeding him tips to escape,
2: Oh yeah, cause like each a, of them like figured out one thing, but I guess because they didn't have the whole picture, they couldn't escape. So now that he's yeah. able to talk to these different ones, he can get different pieces from them. There's like one little boy, he's like, oh, I got this far and I saw that there was something on the wall, uh, but I, I couldn't open it. And then he talks to his other he ghost, he's like, oh, I, I saw this code once, I was
1: written down yeah. somewhere. Mm. Hmm. Right, right. Uh, yeah, man. It, it looks really freaking good. Um, Ethan Hawke looks creepy in such a different way than Arthur Harrow again, too. Uh, it seems like... That it, yeah, that looks awesome, too. It kind of has that, like, Ghost of Tsushima, like, just the nose down kind of creepy style. So, dude, it looks dope. Um, A24, for me, has been killing it. They've been, It seems like they've been making, like, some really good movies lately, and I don't know why, but it's they've been getting a lot of bigger actors to kind of join in their movies. So this should be fun. Steves, yes, sir. Uh, tight. Well, we also, I don't know. There was some other news of the week. Do you guys, uh, I don't really have much to say other than, you know, it really, it just seems like a terrible situation all around. And I've seen some pretty funny memes of Johnny Depp <laughs> lately, but yeah, I don't know. Do you guys have any thoughts, anything on Johnny Depp ever heard? I don't think we really on that trial. We don't really need to get into it, but uh, yeah. And I do hope I, he
2: gets like justice because he got pretty fucked by yeah, all this stuff, right? 100%. So,
1: yeah, it, yeah. And it, I didn't want to jump to any conclusions when I first heard about it because you never mm. really know. But it definitely seemed like Amber Heard was the victim in the situation, and through the trial, it to me it kind of seems like it's leaning. Uh, really, in Johnny Depp's favor. So, I mean, Ooh. if it's true and he had to go through all this abuse, I really do hope there's there's justice for him. You know, I think, yeah. I mean, it, from what it sounds like, yeah. he was you know pretty abused in this situ- in this relationship. Yeah, but I mean, I agree. I think we
2: should, we have to wait for all the facts. It's not looking good, but we should still wait because she hasn't had yeah. her chance on the fucking stand yet. So,
1: yeah, who knows? Maybe say- he
2: he did do stuff.
1: Yeah, it's like the playoffs, we'll and he's he's like three and oh up. You know, like he needs to have four to win, but like he's he's got one game to go, and it's, it's, pretty, close. it's pretty close. Yeah. I uh,
0: oh, okay. go for it.
1: No, I was just gonna say like the Celtics with Brooklyn, like pretty sure you know uh, Johnny Depp's Celtics are gonna close
0: it out. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, go for it, Drake. Oh, um a part of me obviously is uh it's it's uh it's tough all around from a bunch of different perspectives. The one that stands out to me the most is I think it's hilarious. And I think that and I'll I'll go into why, but uh I th- think that again there was a lot of polarity, right? <laughs> Via Uh, COVID, and even before that, when there was, uh, you know, quote unquote, racial tension, and then even before that, when there was political tension. And even before that, when it was uh, the, the, the hashtag Me Too movement was was considerable. And you have individuals that we're finding out now, it's not just men, right? Both sides can perpetuate this negativity. One being Jada and the tearing of of Will Smith. and even if Amber Heard is in the right in this situation, for all intents and purposes, it does not make her look good based on, mm-hmm. you know, a her accusations and B her, her contradictory statements and actions in court as a whole. So I mean, She's so, definitely done the, some bad things, right? Yes. So. Based, based on what we've seen slash heard so far, not to say that it it may or may not be true. Obviously we weren't there. We'll never really know. And all we can really view it from as a spectator given the evidence that is presented. So that being said, regardless of those facts, I still think that it's hilarious in the sense that there was such a strong prominent under like belief that you should just believe people without any factual evidence. Right. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of cases, that, that is the case, that should be the case. But in this particular case, it's just one to the contrary. And I think it's interesting how with with polarity, uh, things become overbearing and, and overcrowded and you then have to still find the balance between. And I think now is a good example of us as a, uh, as a society finding that balance, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We're always, you
1: know, uh, I, uh, things dip and weave all the time, right? We're just trying to figure out a balance and, and get through the day. So I don't know. I just wish that, you know, the, they find peace and the best outcome
3: mm-hmm. literally
1: comes out of this for who deserves justice. So, yeah. For sure, yep. Also, Johnny Depp's reaction to some of the lawyers' uh, questions—questions <was>, like a <laughs> so lot The dude.
0: The attorney As Amber Heard's male attorney is not doing well. Like he's repeating <laughs> questions. He he took five minutes to find evidence. Like he's he, trying he objected to himself. I know. <laughs> like, it he the question. Farcical. He was like, "Sorry,
1: objection." I was like, "Did he do that to himself?" And I was like, yeah, "I do not think you could object oh my yourself." Goodness, dude. <laughs> Maybe he's, <laughs> that, maybe he's like his own Mark and Steven.
0: Yeah. Mark was like,
1: wait, we should ask this question. Steven's like, no, object.
0: And then,
2: right. <laughs> so, yeah, farcical.
0: The, so farcical. Yeah, so farcical. So
2: funny, dude. The the compilation of him, um, what, what, what is it? Motion
0: to? Oh, uh, is that, did you read that correct? Did no, no, the,
2: um, the, the lawyer thing. Uh, it's a lawyer
0: term. Fucking yeah, objection motion. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna. Have or uh, no, uh oh no, it's uh objection. Hearsay, hearsay. Hearsay, yeah. Hearsay, hearsay. hearsay. That was great. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. part was hilarious.
1: Yeah. Like, you're, like he answered something, or like right when he's about to speak. Yeah. And like he stops. Yeah, he's like, him. uh. He's uh. yeah. like. like uh, he he's like, I was, here's a, it was like, why did I ask you a question? Why did I answer it? Like, so why
0: did I ask a question? Ridiculous. <laughs> so funny. funny. One <laughs> positive thing I think is that you're seeing, you're seeing this play out in civil court, but the, the justice system as a whole, how they're approaching it from the one side and the other, right? Mm-hmm. You're seeing that there's there's definitely holes and things could be better in the judicial system. And that's been obvious for a long time, but with such a high skill profile situation, hopefully there's more beneficial positives that come from it in terms of, you know, how can we make the process better? How can we refine it, et cetera, et cetera. But that's just being pot that's just trying to find um, you know, House of uh, spin? You know uh, yeah, gold in in a poop <laughs> store or in my bed, I should say. <laughs> nice, nice uh, uh callback. Yeah, yeah 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 i would be pissed
2: if i found shit in my bed dude yeah that was
1: yeah i don't yeah. even let the dogs sleep in the bed that's yeah i don't want to find shit there so definitely not. <laughs> yeah uh moving on so do you guys uh do you guys know that a part of sony spider-man universe bad Bunny has been cast as m where uh, I do
2: not even know who that is, but I did see that article. He's some kind of wrestler, right? You don't know the character who or bad bunny. bunny is? I know who bad bunny is. Okay. Oh okay. So okay I didn't okay, know who okay. bad bunny oh, was. Yeah, like, like, he would defend himself. Dude, at your wedding, that's that. all Christina's family wanted to play. It was bad bunny. There was multiple requests for bad bunny at your wedding.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> as, there <should> as, <laughs> as there should be. Shoot! Uh, shoot! Yes. So I guess after you know bad bunny's been on some like WWE. Uh, I don't know what you call it. I'm not a big I've never been a really big wrestling person. I've only played the video games on N64 back in the day, but Dude, that was the uh, best that was the best game ever. It was <laughs> awesome. but uh yeah, he's playing like a very obscure Sony villain or like Spider-Man villain called El Muerte, I guess. And uh yeah, so how do how do we feel about that? Like is it I guess I I don't have much to say because I have to probably have watched his wrestling thing to get a good gauge mm-hmm. of it but it, but it seems like a lot of these musicians and this has been going on forever so it's like i mean it shouldn't be that rare but you know it's like with harry styles becoming an actor in the mcu and then el, el Muerte. i should probably come up with one more so i only like just give two so i act like it's like
0: happening all the time <laughs> two examples but
1: yeah i don't know
0: Do you guys have any thoughts feelings on it just thought it was interesting i i i think i'm, I'm sort of fine with it in that sense um but i only in the sense that it's like, oh, cool, I could see Bad Bunny act or try to act. And I, I do think <laughs> that the, the real big portion of why they're doing it is because they wanna continue to add to that Latino flair. Remember that Miles Morales is Hispanic, right? In, in or Latino I should say. And so
1: But with that, then why not just do Miles Morales though?
0: Because the bridging of the gap, I think they're trying to build more of a Hispanic following for Spider-Man as a whole by putting in Bad Bunny. Also, he might be in the soundtrack, so I think they're trying to build more uh, star flavor. I know it doesn't need it potentially, but you're, I mean, you're talking about Sony, like
3: mm-hmm.
0: you know, frivolity and gluttony. Let's do it.
2: Yeah, I mean, because they're yes. definitely just trying to build up their own Avengers, right? Their own universe, but it,
1: but it's their not own really. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, like so the thing is if all these villains are getting together, they're all getting on movies, right? That means they need mm-hmm. a Spider-Man to be there, needs to be a hero. And they haven't said they're doing anything with Andrew Garfield again. They haven't said they're gonna do anything with Tobey Maguire. So who are these villains? Oh wait, did, did you see that um that Spider-Man list I sent you? Spider-Man list, nah.
2: Yeah, what like uh it's it was literally um all their plans for the movies they want to make. So they Sony okay, is gonna bring Tom Holland, and then they're also okay. making a standalone movie for Black Widow, Silver Saber, um, and some other Black obscure Black Cat? Black Cat, Black Cat, Sorry, did I say okay,
0: Black okay. Widow? Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay, but Tom Holland is an MCU thing. Like that almost doesn't count because, like, are we? I don't know if we'll see Tom Holland in a standalone Sony movie outside of the MCU maybe maybe that will happen um but do we really see like tom holland fighting morbius or tom hardy's venom like <laughs> venom will be dope but like i don't know about morbius i don't know i'm just thinking like to to me like venom has been one of the only movies i've really kind of liked and um and it wasn't really really that great to me so i'm just mm-hmm. thinking i don't know if i even am gonna care about the craven the hunter movie By the time el muerte comes around is that and it's nothing against like the the actual character. I just think there's been bad stories. like it's just been like things have happened in these movies that just don't make sense. Mm. and and I yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna bring it full circle where I'm really gonna like be first in line because I'll tell you I'm not planning on going to see Morbius till I can watch it at my house.
3: Mm. <laughs> I,
1: probably a good a good stance have.
2: I agree
0: with you, but I think from the perspective as a fan and a comic book fan, Definitely, yeah. for sure, hundred percent. But the perspective of Sony trying to get more Latinos watching the movies and in the and in the theater, like Bad Bunny's is a for sure. It's like put it's it's like making yeah. Drake fucking Miles Morales.
2: Yeah, like, I agree. Like people will go to see this movie just because Bad Bunny's you know?
1: in mean, it. he's such a big yo. name. Yeah, Huge. that's crazy. Huh.
0: Yeah, they're probably gonna get the Mexican market as well too. Like I, I just see it as a as a, a strictly. Money FaceTime type situation. Isn't he Brazilian
2: mm-hmm. though,
0: uh, or some, some kind of uh, South American? Puerto, right? Puerto Rican, right? I'll Google that shit right I don't now. <laughs> <God>. Let's <laughs> go because <laughs> we yeah. all just
1: said completely different. Yeah, I think he's from Nicaragua.
0: No, <laughs> <laughs> he is from Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Okay. So he's, he's Latin. He's because he's
1: yeah. like a he's like a reggaeton kind of rapper, right? So like, yeah. Uh, but anyways, yeah, uh, yeah, I can see that. I mean, it makes sense, but it's just like. Does it do anything to build their reputation? Because it's like, as Morbius has come out, I feel like people are already shaken in it. And then we're going to get Craven the Hunter. And if that bombs too, does it even make sense? Like, do you even go through with it at that point? You know what I mean? It just seems like such a big gamble mm. if you're not going to have a great story that's building towards something. Like you could have, you know, the best actors in the world that movies bomb all the time. You know, so uh, I don't know. It's just going to be, I guess we'll find out maybe maybe just that connection to culture will be enough to drive the sales of the movie for me i don't think it will be but um maybe yeah yeah, yeah. uh I'll, oh sorry go for it oh, no, no, was no, no. what's next
0: yeah it was it, next. yeah
1: next we got a couple of other things too back to a trailer uh, another rescue rangers trailer looks freaking hilarious oh. <laughs>
2: dude, i love yeah. that
1: show as a kid too that was such a good show oh my yeah. gosh me too dude. like every time it was on i always remember like um you know I, I feel like i watched it a lot more like after school there was like it was that and there was like power rangers for me after school were like the dumbest mm-hmm. shows like Which i had to was, uh...
0: the mm-hmm. one with the plane no jet plane no Yeah. the yeah. one with a bear what was that yeah it had, oh like... um tailspin tailspin yeah, yeah Oh my God, that was great. Like, that that
1: theme song in the beginning
2: it is. Was that was
0: great.
1: Yeah, yeah, dude. Laughed back in the day, and Darkwing Duck, like, oh yeah, Darkwing Duck, Get dude, out of here, yeah. like, this, you know, So, and then you, so you take that, you know, they modernize the story, and they're basically like down and out, like washed up actors who are like now just doing comic cons, like smaller cons around the country to try to you know gain some, just make a living. And they mm-hmm. have to get back together for like a new movie and stuff. And that premise to me is hilarious. Uh, one gets like the new 3D surgery, like almost like plastic surgery, but ma- instead of him being a 2D character, makes him like a 3D character. <laughs> and <that's not> <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it's John Mulaney and Andy Samberg, uh, like yeah, Andy and Samberg. Seth <laughs> Rogen <Seth laughs> playing himself and reprising his cast. Buma role. Like, sign yeah. me up. This thing looks. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think it's going to be free. Well, not, you know, it depends on what your term of free is, but it's going to be free on Disney Plus. So that's
0: going to be oh, awesome. It's going oh, to be I didn't Disney know that. That's movie? interesting. Yeah, that's oh, interesting. Interesting yeah. Choice.
1: Yeah. They're really trying to push that. Yep, yep. And yeah, it comes out May 20th, I want to say. So May 20th, we have some good stuff to look forward to. That's going to be out. And season three of Love, Death, and Robots will come out on May 20th, too. So
2: oh, I didn't finish four. number two
1: yet. Did you guys finish this? Have you guys watched any of
2: them, I guess? Yeah, Yeah, I watched the
0: first season and some of number two. Yeah, I watched some of number two,
1: And some of them were just so trippy. Like, it was like,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, like, for me, like, animated black beer. like, some of the the places Mm. my mind went after some of the episodes was just crazy. Uh, I'm having, like, a hard time remembering specific ones.
0: No, why why do you do that? Like, I, I think, for me, the feeling of it was, like, I think those types of series are, like, um like director the anthologies you mean or yeah the anthology is like ways to get for directors to get in their like their views like imagine if taika did one and david yates Mm -hmm. did one and you know all of these really kirk or james cameron did one like a a very quaint way to 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 view different directors um Mm -hmm. art styles and directing styles in a in a a singular form uh or i should say Mm -hmm. story plot well, or whatever the fuck I'm trying to say. Yeah, like yeah, a short yeah. story
1: format. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. With that being said, did you guys watch all
0: of the Star Wars? Um, I forgot oh, what it was called. I after never. After the watched first that one. one, after the first one, all the rest are stupid. In my opinion, <laughs> the first one was the best was one. The best, for sure. It was first the best one. Which one was, one was the, the
2: first? The Samurai one. The Samurai Sith yeah, guy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Well there I, I I did like the um one where it turns out like they're twins and they're both for the Sith. Oh that one yeah. was fucking just oh, yeah. trippy. I yeah. like that that yeah. studio. That was yeah. 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 yeah, I liked I ended up liking that one a little bit too. But yeah, I don't know. So, <laughs> that one was fucking yeah. ridiculous though, dude. yeah yeah it was kind of crazy at the end but i mean it was very anime like for me and you know i i I, you know rarely in marvel or sorry in star wars cartoons ever do we see someone like maxing out their power so i I liked that take on it where it's like oh okay this is like them like at their like strongest and most max power that was that was kind of cool uh yeah all right so something else to look forward to we'll have the uh, season three of that and then uh we finally got news that the batman is officially getting a sequel which i'm pumped about
2: about it dude let's go Dude, i am about it too i'm about the penguin show too like um i saw a video of like the first time colin farrell put on the the oh, penguin the, the penguin, penguin suit. suit yeah and it oh, was it was you great did share that Wow. I'm sorry. I should have. Yeah. It's just like he he just puts on the suit and he immediately just starts like rifting and getting into character.
1: And it's fucking hilarious, dude. Wow. He's, I mean, by far was a standout. I'm, you know, I'm sure we'll see him in number two. Uh, I heard that he even made a comment that he was thinking about making, um, why why can't I think of it on top of my head? Not Iceman, but uh, Mr. Freeze making Mr. Oh, Freeze yeah, the yeah. main villain for number two. So that would be crazy. Does he have a live action, Mr. Freeze? Sign mm. me up. That's such like a complicated character yeah. too. So you can yeah. do a lot of things with that. Yeah, yeah, totally. I just wondered with like how grounded and realistic this movie was. It's going to be interesting <laughs> to see how the, he like wraps that up. You know, like how do you... I'm sure he can do it because what he did with, uh, you know, uh, the Riddler was I thought was pretty amazing. Mm. So just seeing him take that to like another super developed and just deep and rich villain would be would be awesome. Really looking forward I to think. that. So be cool.
2: Uh this, this bro in Avengers with us is trying to talk to us, but sorry, bro. We're doing a yeah, pod, Yeah, <laughs>
1: <Okay, laughs> we're podding right now. Yeah, we're partying. Uh, <laughs> uh, send me the so- Twitch link, someone. <laughs> oh, i know we're missing like our, our commenter john and i and i i do miss him we miss you john uh let's see Shout last john. thing i got is yeah so for comic book club i yeah i did try to read some of it i didn't nearly read enough of it but it was uh kathon it was the carnage book with kathon issue 15 and 16 from 2015 i'm gonna look up who the writer and uh penciler is but they were uh it it was good it was kind of interesting it's kind of interesting for me jumping in midway through the story but uh yeah you know i you know it was kind of based around carnage getting hold of the dark hold and just kind of how it's super powerful it corrupts and all that and yeah i'm curious to see how much of the dark hole how much this will come into play with multiverse of madness which comes out next week did you guys were you able to kind of get into that at all? I did not. I'm sorry.
0: No I was worries. not able to, but I did kind of do a, a, a Wikipedia search because I couldn't find the um, essentially a free uh, comic book version <laughs> of it. But I, I, it did really confuse me because I am like, oh, wait, how is this going to fit in? And then I thought to myself, well, that'd be super awesome if they were able to, uh, if they're trying to incorporate it, if they do incorporate it, how, how epic that would be.
1: Yeah. What, what did uh, your Wikipedia research kind of like, what did you discover about the Darkhold or K- Kathan
0: from that? Uh, so Kathan isn't C'thon supposed to be based off of um, J.P. Lovecraft's character?
1: Maybe. That, that would make sense. I mean, he was used to kind of creating, you know, these kind of weird fantastical monsters and stuff like that. So that seems like that would make sense. The only thing I know about Cathan is he's considered like one of the elder gods, which is like above some of the gods we've seen, like a Thor or like a Odin. He, he looks fucking badass, dude. Yeah, yeah, it looks crazy. Yeah, describe it for people who can't see it, Copes. Um, so in his like demon form,
2: he has like a red metallic body with like white, or I don't know how to explain this. This is fucking hard to explain, dude. I'm just gonna show you guys okay. a picture. And you guys can agree it's cool.
1: <laughs> I can agree it's probably gonna be cool if it's based on <laughs> Marvel, but yeah. Um it, maybe give us the rundown of like the dark hold and all that, then uh so, so uh,
2: all I know the dark hold is like a book that kind of profit it has a bunch of his work in it. I think it also kind of prof- prof- pro-
1: prophesies
2: prophesizes, yeah, prophesizes <laughs> yeah. things regarding him, right? Uh
1: yeah. Yeah, and I know like so from what I saw in or what I read in the uh Carnage book, like Carnage is is taking the dark to basically summon Kathan and then like mm. take his power, but I don't really yeah. know what that power is. Like what what is that power? Like what is Kathan's power? Is there is it virtually virtually limitless? Is there uh does it oh. towards people like you know i'm sure and every one of those like marvel
0: Wikipedias, they have like powers ability yeah. yeah like that so kind of <clears throat> according to this marvel.fandom.com kathan is one of the most powerful gods on earth who has degenerated into a demonic state he's the best ability to manipulate magical energies for nearly any effect He has manifested himself in humanoid form but can take various forms to true form if he has one has not been revealed and so it lists dark and chaos, magic, mastery, other realm control, telepathy, mystic patron, or yeah, other connection, which um, he can free himself from the other dimension the world and demonic possession. So he, he's essentially uh, Dr. Strange on, yeah, on steroids. Yeah, and, I know, uh, But and worse. The, yeah,
1: totally. When you were talking about like the mind control stuff, it reminds me a lot of like Agatha Hark- Harkness, that was like instantly where my Mm -hmm. mind was going based on like that description you know and like in a character we've already seen before like we've had uh dark doctor strange and what if but then we've seen in wandavision you know like that dark power dark energy you know happen with agatha so i wonder if there's going to be a
0: connection there you know and especially yeah oh no i was just going to say i hope so because if if we are to assume right, that the majority of the Disney series that we have seen or the Marvel series within Disney Plus, um, I mean, every single one has had a god in them to an extent, except for, I would say, uh, Arrow or uh, Hawkeye, right? (laughs) Wow, Trick. Wow. Sorry. (laughs) I was watching the CW earlier. Um, But but if we think about that, imagine all of those being uh, kind of I guess, put together in Multiverse of Madness because technically Moon Knight has gods. Uh, Chaos magic exists within um, uh, WandaVision. Hey, you know, Hawkeye did have
2: a god in in the flashback. Thor's in it a couple times. True.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, to an extent, like, there's definitely availability, right? So uh, for me, I think it's just more of, like, a hope to see all of that, like as a fan right you've you've taken the time to wait for multiverse of madness and you've been watching these shows on disney plus waiting every wednesday to see the new stuff happening and all of a sudden within the two hours of multiverse of madness you start to you start to really feel your loyalty rewarded that'd be cool yeah is what i'm trying to say yeah yeah, yeah
1: definitely definitely um yeah i think we're gonna get a lot of that like it It seems like we're going to pick back up on Wanda from WandaVision and we're going to pick back up on Doctor Strange after No Way Home. So yeah, I mean, I hope so. It it seems like they have to find a way that these stories are going to intermingle and merge and and make it make make sense in a way that like people don't necessarily have to have watched some of those other things, but you are rewarded if you did. So yeah, Hmm. I agree. I think that's gonna be cool. yeah, I, I hope we get to see how the dark hold really plays an effect. We know that Wanda has it. How is she gonna use that? Is she strictly using that just to bring back her kids? Find her kids, create new kids. Like what's what's going on here? So yeah, that's gonna be trippy. Um too, dude. We're only we're like, you know, a week away from from uh Dr. Strange coming out. I'm pumped, man. I'm really excited about it. Uh I know that there's another big kind of leak in Doctor Strange that people are all talking about with what looks like the Illuminati, right? We got Mm -hmm. uh, Professor X. Drake, I know you were able to read some of the Illuminati. Can you tell us a little bit about what
0: happened in that story? Uh, So the Illuminati essentially is Marvel's quote unquote greatest heroes, right? You have Xavier who leads the X-Men, you have uh, Blackagon, Boltagon, or yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, Black Bolt, yeah. Black Bolt from the Inhumans, King of the Inhumans. Uh, you have the Avengers, quote-unquote, leader Iron Man. You have Fantastic Four, multi-genius uh, uh, Reed, Reed Richards. And you have Namor, uh, 75% of the Earth is Ocean, King of the Ocean, Namor. <clears throat> and they're essentially <laughs> coming together because uh, the scrolls have kind of initially invaded and they're trying to get together to say, hey, if you try to mess with us, we're going to mess with you back. Um, at a point in time, they actually destroy the skull uh, situation upon their escape from that world. And then they're starting to kind of see the the mental uh, thrust, the mental hardships that are thrust upon them. Reed Richards actually collects all of the infinity stones and tries to essentially do some things with them. And then Uh, The Watcher, what's that dude's name again? Uh, Uatu. Uatu comes into play and questions Reed Richards' reasoning for doing what he's trying to do, but also commends him for his strength in not uh, getting taken over by the power of the Infinity Stones. Excuse me. Mental fortitude. Yeah. And then you flash over into the, uh, I think, the last of the book of that particular book where they find a scroll, Electra, and it turns out that Black Bolt is also a scroll. And because they were all captured at one point in time and they were manipulated, manipulated upon, these scrolls were actually able to create versions of, uh, ultimate versions who have all of the powers of the Illuminati. So Doctor Strange, Xavier, Reed Richards, et cetera, et cetera. And they're essentially finding out that there is, quote unquote, a secret invasion happening. And that's how we go from the Illuminati into secret invasion. So if this is the case and if this is what's happening moving forward within the realm, they're already setting up for what's to come. They've already done. uh, They're already going to do a Captain Marvel 2. They're already going to do a Miss Marvel. So we can kind of see the, quote unquote, scroll invasion coming to fruition, um, if not the secret war.
1: Exactly, yeah. Plus, we know that Secret Invasion, the show, is coming too because they just mm. finished filming it, oh, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, has Amelia Clark in it and Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, that's awesome. That's cool. I, I didn't realize that it segues right into Secret Invasion, so that's pretty tight. I mean, I think that, you know, based on what you just said, that perfectly makes sense on how this movie could lead to, like, the next Marvel thing, which, yeah, could, again, which would be Secret Invasion. So that's awesome. Uh, Dope. Yeah, I'm soaked. Uh, I'm gonna try to finish that stuff before I go watch the movie next week. Um, yeah, I'm so pumped for this movie. Uh, if it introduces X Men, like the X Men have always been my favorite, still one of my favorite cartoons ever. Uh, dude, just yeah, I'm gonna be over the moon. It's gonna be so so awesome. So, dude, uh, yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, dude,
2: it's gonna open up so many doors, um, and. I think the state of the MCU is going to be completely different once this movie comes out, dude. Yeah,
1: again, again, you know, it's like it seems like things have just kept changing, keep changing, keep changing again. Mm. Yeah, and I know that they, um, it was a cool little report that Kevin Feige, uh, they just had CinemaCon where you know most of that Sony uh, information or that Sony news came out of, but they also, I think they showed like a piece of Wakanda Forever there too. But uh, he basically said in an interview, like, he's going straight from that to a retreat with the rest of the Marvel team and writers to plan out the next 10 years of Marvel. So oh, we, shit. we we got some, yeah, we got some heat coming visionary, our way in the next dude. 10 years. Super visionary. I mean, but it's somebody who loves the loves the top topic you know it's like so much easier mm. and to work to plan to do all these things for things you love you love you're passionate about you care about so fuck mm. bro i mean whatever he brings I, i'm in for it so i i mm. can't wait to see you know what the next 10 year years uh brings for fuck us yeah I, dude i hope i live to see it so yeah it, yeah I'm, I'm excited on that note I, I don't know do you guys have anything else A, any other thoughts anything else that you guys wanted to, to bring up We we close that tonight
0: Oh, I'm pretty uh, good. Oh, what was up, Drake? Oh no, no. The only thing I was gonna say is that uh, May eighth is the first time that the Miami Grand Prix Grand Prix will take place. Um, one of many steps that Liberty Media and F One is taking to uh, booster their fanship in America. And so, <laughs> if you look right now, they're 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 doing swag for Miami. Every single team pretty much is making swag for Miami. Um, including F1 as a whole. So <clears throat> expect F1 to yeah. get bigger.
1: So, how much of nice. your savings
0: did you drop on that? <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I, cannot, I cannot confirm nor deny or on deny. this podcast whether or not uh, I did or did not spend Why His wife might cash. watch
1: this dude. <laughs> yeah, good, call. good call. We'll take it offline. We'll take it offline. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sweet. All right. So, uh, dope. Okay. On that note, yeah, we'll look up our F1 uh, this weekend, right? I will say, no, next weekend. Next weekend, yes, next the 8th. Yep. Huh? yep, yep. I'll I will
2: save the date for that, buddy. What time yeah. is it? Oh, yeah, it's gonna be at 2.30. So, because
0: it's in Miami, afternoon, right? Okay, okay. <laughs>
1: yes. it's not one I have to wake up at 6 a.m. on a Sunday
0: and like,
1: yeah, and, and ruin yeah. my slumber. Last, I'm, I'm down for a 2, 2 p.m. showing, so that's great. Okay. Uh, nice, nice NBA playoffs. Let's go. Um, some good time in sports right now, and yeah, we got. Yeah, well, we got Moon Knight episode five waiting for us. Can't oh, wait. Um, do you guys want to watch it right after this? Together? Together. Oh my gosh. Friendship. Yeah, let's do it. Friendship. We can hold hands. know. yeah. Sweet. Well, let's do it. <laughs> uh, have a good night, everybody. Uh, we'll catch you later. We'll catch you next week for the last episode of Moon Knight and a bunch of other fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. Peace. 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 If you like what you hear, please like, follow, and subscribe. Just how we like chatting with our friends, please share this with yours. Feel free to join the squad and follow us on Twitch, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube at J-O-Y-S-C-H-T-I-C-K-S-H-O-W, Joystick Show. Or if you feel like submitting topics or asking questions to be discussed on further episodes, you can email us at Joystick dot show at gmail.com. Peace out and make it a great rest of your week.